Welcome to Possibly Speaking, a podcast that explores the highest spheres of spiritual thought as they find expression in our lived experience. Here's our host and the Mashpia of the Light Revealed, Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld. Okay, so we're going to continue with the Light Revealed. One of the ideas that I've been thinking about in relationship to the time period that we find ourselves in now is what happens after a person has attempted to ascend the ladder of growth. Let's just take a quick look at the calendar period that we've just gone through. It starts with a time of introspection in the month of Elul. It goes through with the high holy days, with the Yamim Nara'im, where a person comes in contact with concepts of the majesty of a higher power, of the, the power of a higher power of the ultimate power of a God of our own understanding. We come in contact with the depths of ourselves, the moral inventory of ourselves in the encounter with the Day of Atonement, with Yom Kippurim. We encounter the transiency of joy and the joy of transiency that is found in the acceptance associated with Simcha and and Sukkot. And then suddenly there's an abrupt stop. The stage closes, The road ends and we find ourselves thrown right back into the mundane, ordinary space of that which follows the noise. After a month of celebratory experience of connectivity, a feeling unified in ourselves with other people, with our higher power, with our own personal spiritual path, we find ourselves thrown into the midbar, to that desert of silence. We have no more words left to say. There's nothing left for us to try and convey to ourselves, to a higher power. We find very often that the words become lodged in our throats because it's a difficult feeling for a person to recognize that after I've gone through the entire rule book, after I've gone through the entire guide of growth with the hopes of finding that destination at the end of the road, culminating in grasping something, Very often, if we're honest with ourselves, we look in our hands after all of the gripping and all of the trying to acquire something, and we realize we're still as empty-handed as we were at the beginning of the process. Now, if a person embarks on a journey for the sake of encountering the destination that rests at the end, and then they come to the end and they realize that even once they've reached their destination, they still have nothing to show for it, generally speaking, that's going to be a despondency-inducing experience. I'm going to feel like I haven't reached anything. I haven't acquired anything. And while the rest of the world very often lives with this mindset where acquirement and earning and owning something is the mark of success and being empty-handed is a mark of failure, when it comes to the sensitivity of a spirit, when it comes to a sensitive soul that finds itself caught up in the struggles of day-to-day experience, caught up in all sorts of stuckness or addiction to whatever it is that we become addicted to or the potential addiction that we live in, we need to reorient ourselves and we cannot live with that typical association. We can no longer live with that typical identification of success being identified with acquirement or success being something that I can point to and show. Because if I root my sense of well-being and the identifiable gains of my spiritual work, of my psychological work, then I will perpetually be resentful towards myself and resentful towards the world because it has not arranged for me the 
predetermined considerations necessary for me to find the success I need. This person got in my way, that person got in my way. And it's that why, that's why I haven't been able to reach the culmination. But when I realize that spiritual growth, psychological work, the inner work that we do is not about a destination. It's not coming to a point of conclusion and saying, I have succeeded in my spiritual work. Because in truth, the spiritual work is an infinitely growing progression of things. Yes, on the one hand, when we look in the room that we're standing in and we see the ceiling, we have to identify the ceiling as the top. But it's a pity on the person who feels that there's nothing above the ceiling. Because that ceiling that we see as the ideal, as the the limit point at which we can find our higher power, we can find the depths of ourselves, in truth, turns out to be the floor on the level above it, ad infinitum. When we talk about progress and not perfection, it's not that, okay, we can't have perfection because we're not good enough and therefore we might as well settle for progress, but rather the only possibility of perfection in this world is found in progress. When I come to realize that there is no end goal, the only end goal is right here, right now. And when I can own that moment, when I can lean into it, when I can identify the fact that whether or not I've acquired something or whether I've acquired everything, I'm still just experiencing this moment of progress. And it's an infinite progress. It's an infinite progress towards that conscious contact. Conscious contact, which is the dveikus, which is connectivity in my mind to that which is most essential. On the one hand, it's conscious, which means that it's not measurable, it's not real. On the other hand, it's contact, which implies a sense of touch, which is something that's very real. Conscious contact, the state of connectivity in the mind, which is ultimately what we're seeking, the mindfulness, the relief, the comfort of the mind, the Yish of Hadas, it's a paradox in terms. On the one hand, it's consciousness, which is the most ethereal of all things, measureless. It has no, no measurements. It has no limitation, no width or height. It's not something I could grab hold of. Yet on the other hand, it's contact, which is the haptic sense, which is the sense of touch, which is the most on the ground experience imaginable. So somehow, some way, what we have to identify for ourselves on that path towards light is the realization that the goal is contact, but it's contact with something that is conscious, something that is not necessarily graspable. And this is what allows us to reorient ourselves to the work of the month of Cheshvan, to that which follows the noise, that which follows all of the holidays and all of the excitement and all of the promises that we make to ourselves. When we find ourselves in the silence that follows, when we find ourselves when the clouds of dust begin to remain after all of the noise is gone and we find ourselves entrenched in the traces of a previous presence that is now gone, What's very important for us to lean into is the belief that even though I don't feel something, even though I don't have anything to show for the process right now, nevertheless, I have to believe in the process. I have to believe that my day-to-day effort, my investment, my leaning in is the very gift that I'm searching for because it's the experience of life that we're looking for. The underlying principle behind nearly any spiritual path is that there is nothing more significant than being present unflinchingly in this present moment in whatever context I find myself in. To lean into it, to feel the silence, to feel the absence of that light, and to recognize that in truth, I am continuing to go on my daily process one step at a time. That's the work that a person has to lean into. And this is aligned with the months that we're finding ourselves in now, where the nights are going to get a little bit longer and the outside is going to get a little bit colder. And it's going to be harder for us to identify with the revealed aspects of success. 
where perfection becomes an even further, further dream that leaves us more resentful because we're not there yet. It's specifically now that we have to dive into the progress and not perfection to realize that the hibernation of the self, the willingness to move inwards as opposed to moving outwards, the willingness to accept as opposed to trying to acquire, the willingness to be as opposed to trying to become, to allow myself to rest assuredly within the confines of my own spiritual work rather than trying to mark my territory along the path of the public thoroughfare where I'm measuring my success against everybody else. Each and every person finds their own most place, their calmness in the heart of themselves in the winter months as we prepare to really own the message of progress and not perfection. Again, we don't not have perfection because we're not good enough. The reason we don't have perfection is because it doesn't exist. And in the absence of perfection, all we have at our disposal is the secret of progress and finding perfection within progress itself, one step in front of the other, one moment at a time, one second at a time, one half second at a time. Any moment that a person needs, each and every step is the world itself. And when we learn to find the perfection within progress, then we learn to settle and we learn to settle into ourselves and accept that that which is, is exactly the way it is supposed to be at this very moment. Thank you for joining the Possibly Speaking family. Possibly Speaking is brought to you by The Light Revealed, a social media publisher bringing messages of Jewish spirituality and recovery to whoever is looking for them. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tehila Nassanian. And our music is by Zusha. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We love connecting with you, so please check out our website, thelightrevealed.org, and feel free to email us and Rev Joey at thelightrevealed at tlrfamily.org, or private message us on Instagram or Facebook at The Light Revealed. Thanks for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways.